Well, good morning, everyone. Hey, it's uh, it's August 18th. It's Wednesday, and uh, hope you're doing well. We're continuing on in Luke. Again, I kind of fast-forwarded a little bit because um, I want to do at least uh, one or a few verses in each chapter at this point instead of staying in one chapter forever because uh, the season, season 31, can end up being like hundreds of episodes, which I guess is fine, but I do want to get through Luke, and I, there's so much so many other things to do biblically obviously um and practical christian living and all that you know so anyway but we're in uh we're on episode 31 season 31 episode 31 luke 18 13 which says and the tax collector standing afar off would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven but beat his breast saying god be merciful to me a sinner now i came across this verse because i was uh studying matthew 6 uh matthew 6 verse 1 to 15 uh, which is often titled in your bibles the the model prayer you know which i think the model prayer from jesus is john 17 the longest prayer jesus prayed but that's a different story but anyway matthew 6 um Jesus teaches us how to pray, teaches his disciples how to pray, which is really all believers. This is how you do it, and he talks about this is how you don't do it. And so as I was studying that yesterday in in depth, um, writing notes and everything, I found out that, not I found out, but I was led to this passage, the one that I just read. Because when it comes to prayer, it's not the length of prayer that makes you more mature or more spiritual, right? It's not even the outward posture that you have when you pray. Does it make you more or less spiritual? You know, the Pharisees pray standing up, which is totally biblical. But they, if you cross-reference scripture, scripture, you will see that they stood standing up to be seen in self-confidence, so here's what it's about. And this is the reason why I read this verse this morning. It's not about your outward posture or the length of prayers or how spiritual you try to look. You guys, it's about the posture of your heart. It's about the condition of your heart. It's about the state of your heart. Where is our heart? We can go through all the outward actions of a super spiritual person and get people fooled. But if our hearts are far from God, guess what? Jesus calls that hypocrisy, right? And we don't want to fall into that camp and get into that routine, (laughs) right? I mean, what should the posture of our heart be? Well, in contrast to the verse that I just read about the tax collector, the publican, Um, the contrast was actually the Pharisee, right? And the Pharisee said, I'm so glad I'm not like this person or that person, you know, and I'm summarizing this. Uh, But he was comparing himself, thinking he's incredibly high and mighty, a spiritual elite, if you will. And that is, in the story, the wrong example of the wrong heart. In prayer. What's the right heart? What's the right valuation of ourself? 
how do we how are we to look at ourselves well this tax collector knew emphatically like there was no doubt that he knew that he was a sinner he knew that he fell short of God's glory he knew that he needed to repent He knew that he wasn't a spiritual elite or high and mighty. He was coming to the Lord openly, vulnerable, and honest. That's the best way to come to the Lord. Starting with an air of, Lord, I'm a sinner. I messed up. I got an attitude yesterday. I was bitter at the world. I was mad at this person. I went off at them. I hated this in my heart. I had jealousy because of the, whatever it is, you guys, whatever the list is, you know, we want to keep our list short, obviously, but we want to repent quickly. We want to recognize those things about ourselves. How many, do, how many do good? How many people do good? None, none, none. I mean, think about it. Psalm 14, Romans 3, Jeremiah 17, 9. Who does good? None. But God is good. Having the right valuation of ourself means knowing we miss the mark. It means knowing we fall short. It means knowing that we fail. We're faulty. But you can't just end there and say, Amen. We suck. Amen. (laughs) You know? Like that's... Then you're going to just walk around like you are all day with your head hanging low no like we don't end there but the important thing is the first step is to recognize that like this tax collector i'm a sinner i'm 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 faulty i i mess up and especially tax collectors in those days who were looked down upon and who were just looked at us as thieves as conniving right he knew the state of his heart and that's a good start But again, it doesn't end there. Because when you know the state of our heart, that's when we'll reach out to the Lord like never before. And then we'll realize. When you reach out to the Lord, you will realize His grace. You'll realize that He's overflowing with mercy. And you'll realize you need both. (laughs) You need grace and you need mercy badly on a daily basis. And He gives it to you. And He forgives. And that's the beautiful thing. It doesn't have to... You don't have to wallow in this pit of miry clay of condemnation going, yeah, I just suck. I'm horrible. I'm a sinner. Yeah, well, we are sinners, but it doesn't stop there. We're sinners who are redeemed, who are saved, who are forgiven, who have given, been given the grace and the mercy of God in order to have a future and a hope with Him. So it doesn't end there that I'm a sinner, but it, st- it should start there. It doesn't end there but it's just start there. Recognizing who we really are. You're not as great as you think you are. You're not as smart as you think you are. You're not as amazing as you think you are. Don't be a legend legend in your own mind. (laughs) And I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about humanity. I'm talking about us as people, as narcissists. You know, like everyone has a, a bit of narcissism, some to more degrees, some to less degrees, but we have to constantly lay down our lives, die to self like Paul said, decrease and so he can increase in our lives.
We are his sheep. And sheep can't be all that smart most of the time, right? But the shepherd takes care of them. He watches over them. He protects them. He's with them. He makes sure none stray away. That's our good shepherd. The valuation of ourselves should be, yes, I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm, I'm messed up. I, I do mess up. I sin. Because no one's perfect this side of heaven, right? But uh, at the same time, I know I have a Savior. I'm looking to Him constantly. I'm looking at my good shepherd. He's protecting. He's leading. And He's forgiving. And that is good news, you guys, isn't it? That is good news. Don't let the guilt or condemnation weigh you down. You're free in Christ. But realize who you are. Realize that, yeah, you missed the standard, but you know what? God has grace. He has mercy. And those two things don't run out. Thank God. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care.